Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy. Been with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we got a great one for you. We got Sherry Moon coming on. Yeah. She's doing some great things. She's a singer, songwriter, actress, you name it. I guess she's done it. So we're kind of the full package. And she's got a song called Ain't I a Woman, um, a little woman's empowerment. And it was released oh, on yes, Women's that. Day recently. So we're kind of excited to talk about that, talk about her story, just see where this goes. So Sherry, welcome to the show. Yes, welcome. Thank you, guys. Thank you. So happy to be here this morning with you. It's our pleasure. Yeah. Now, I like to start the show out the same way right now because we're in a crazy season when it comes to entertainment, oh, music, and all that. Um, so how has COVID affected you and what have you done to kind of maneuver through this crazy new maze we have? Well, it's been really tough. Um, I mean, last year, at the beginning of last year, I think everybody was in this mode of like, oh my God, this is going to be the year. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Everybody has so yes. many plans. Like 2020 was going to be it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so um, for me personally, I had a lot of um, shows. Um, I lined up, which I was very excited about because, you know, it's very hard to get in the groove of having shows, um, yeah. Yeah. you know, bookings. So I was lining up quite a bit of shows and there was a lot of exciting things that, that you know, I had lined up and, and literally like come March, it was just like, all of that was no more. It was over. I just couldn't believe it. And, you know, at first when this, all started we were all in hopes that it would only be a couple of weeks yeah weeks. right two weeks mm -hmm. so that's where we all were and we're like okay well maybe maybe i won't be able to do one or two or you know yeah. mm -hmm. but when it just kept going and extending and extending and it just saw that you weren't going to do anything for the year like everything is over don't plan anything you can't even see mm -hmm. anyone so um it was uh, pretty devastating um and also i mean i don't know if uh, you guys know from my write-up but i had a um a, a kids cafe performing mm -hmm. arts cafe for kids yeah. and families and we were doing we had so many events and things like that planned there and all of that got canceled not only wow. did it cancel oh, wow. but i had to close my doors um immediately because you know of course you're hands-on with the kids yeah right of course so um, so that I had to close that. And again, I'm thinking it was going to be temporary. And um, it ended up just being kind of like, you know, up until now, really, um, not having any um, community time or with the with the kids at all. So it really was devastating um, to close your business, shut down all the shows, any plans that you had. I mean, you kind of really had to just rethink what in the world could you actually do with your time? Yeah. Um, for me, what I ended up doing is because I, I, you know, it brought me great doubt in my mind. You know, I was just very doubtful of where nobody I knew go, how I was mm. going to parlay this into something else. So what were the next steps? Because, you know, I'm like, well, I might not be able to hold on to my business and who knows if those shows are going to be there and, and what's going to happen. So, um, you know, and, and as an artist, it's very hard to keep yourself motivated because you really, you really work off initiative, you know, <laughs> you have to motivate yourself all the time. So, um, so I was in a really dark place because I just really didn't know what was going to happen. And so I just remember, I, I this is why I really kind of released the song. Now the timing yes. was so right 
to motivate myself because and and motivate other women and people around the world because I just felt like we need it we need some inspiration here you know um, yes. just to keep going to keep fighting and you know see what else is to come <laughs> and you know I remember we launched this show January of 2020 and of course a couple months before COVID months before, and yeah. you know our original plan for the show was we you know it was really an up-and-coming country music show uh, at that time it was um our plan was to do 100 interviews first year we thought you know if we could do that that would be a lot yeah we thought that would be pushing it mm -hmm. and then COVID happens and I remember telling Sandy, I was like, you know, we can't change COVID. Yeah. yeah but we can, we can do but we that. can find that silver lining, at least for us. Because as I've watched artists after artists on Facebook talking about they're shutting this down, shutting that down. So I'm like, you know, this might be our time to shine because artists are going to need a place to talk now. They're going to be free. And although I don't want it to be like that, but I'm going to take advantage of that. And because of that, we end up doing over 300 interviews last year. Wow. We just, wow. And now it's not just art. Now it's not just country music. It's music. It's, Gambit, it's right? actors. It's authors. So anything, it's entertainment. Inter anything entertainment now. It went from a country music show to an entertainment interview show. Wow. That's amazing. That's fantastic. So the vision has gotten bigger because, and, and you know, five years from now, if we are a Bobby Bones show or we are a Kelly Clarkson show or even a late night show, who knows, you know, we will look back and we will kind of owe COVID for building our foundation. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, that is the thing. I mean, that is the takeaway, I think, from this whole thing is like, you know, there is, like you said, there's always a silver lining. Things happen. I'm a true believer that things happen for a reason. I mean, I hate that, you know, there was a lot of devastation while this was going yeah. on. Right. But, you know, I mean, there only, we can only go up from here. That's how I feel. You know, yeah. right. there's only, if we, if we can just fight through this, there's a lot of goodness that can actually come out of this. You know, yeah. And, and you change, know, you know, so. And I, you know, back in the. Great Depression Day. A lot of the Fortune 500 companies started back then. Mm -hmm. You know, in the middle of the Great Depression, and you know, because you, when you read up on a lot of these stories, you're like, "Wow, they started when it was such dark times." Yeah. And then now they're like one of the biggest companies out there, and you're, and I think that that's sometimes people forget that that you know, there's opportunity everywhere. Whether you know whether the tide is going up. Or the tide's coming down. There's always opportunity to make something of your life if you reach out and try to find that. And I, th and I think that's where our country's gone wrong a little bit is they think, oh, it's, you know, over. Oh, it's this political season. It's over. It's that political season. It's over. You know, it's funny because every president that we've elected, you always hear one crowd. Oh, our country's over. Next, next, next election, yeah. our country's over. And I'm sitting there like, I am tired of seeing both sides saying it's over. It's not yeah. over. We just got a different president. We will find ways to maneuver just like we always have. Uh, just like we always have. I mean, that is the thing, you know, you do have to make the best out of what you had and what you're given, you know, and that's the thing. Cause if you, if you don't and you stop you to do nothing, then nothing's going to happen, right? So, exactly. you know, you just make the best out of what you have, just like you guys. You know, you've turned this into something much more amazing than what you initially were thinking, which is fantastic.
<laughs> and like Kaylee said, you know, we're all Americans. Oh, Ain't yes, that the truth? We are. And we need to act like it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, you know, a lot of hosts would ask you, um, when did you know you wanted to do music? But I always like to go deeper than that. When did it click that this could be a career for you? Hmm. Well, you know, it's it's hard because again, we have we're on a roller coaster. I know myself, I'm on a roller coaster all the time, emotionally. You know, every, you know, so it's hard because sometimes you feel like you just want to give up all the time. You want, you want to give up. It's not worth it. You know, there was a point um, in the early 2000s, well, mid 2000s, where the industry started to decline a lot. Mm -hmm. The music industry was just going down, down, down. The infrastructure that we know with the labels and everything is no more, you know, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, all of that can be discouraging as an artist because, you know, you growing up, you think, Oh, well, the plan is to get a record deal, get backing, do this, do that. And that's not the plan anymore. You know, yeah. Yeah. Plan, you know, you have to really, like I said, take the initiative to create your destiny. You have to mm -hmm. be out there hustling, doing things on your own these days, recording on your own. I mean, I cannot tell you how many jobs I've taken on over the last few years of just trying to keep going, you know, because at first it's like, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to sing. And then it's like, no, 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 you can't sing. You got to, you got to write some songs, girl, you know? So then, <laughs> you know, I started, you know, getting into the songwriting, which, you know, I'm so grateful for. Um, so then that, but then, you know, nowadays it's like, you got to record yourself. You got to do this. You got to come up with, you know, music. You got to, I mean, it's. Everywhere. And 2020 was more of that, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. 2020 was more of that for sure. You know, I mean, and I'm so bad with technology too, like tech, you know, <laughs> trying to, you know, engineer and like record my, and I'm like, God, I just, all I want to do is just record the vocals and get the song down. And, you know, now yeah. I'm expected to be an engineer. I'm expected to be a mixer. I'm expected to be a performer. And then I have to like, you know, I mean, it's, it's a lot. Um, but my love of music keeps me going. And also the, I feel like, I have a lot of messages just from my personal, my own personal experiences that I like to share with people. Um, mm -hmm. One of my things is just being able to inspire people. And yeah. if I can do yeah. that through writing a song or performing or singing and somehow and, and making someone feel, you know, better, you know, in, in the simplest form, that to me, it means that I'm accomplishing something, you know? So yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's that's kind of that's kind of where I am with that. I mean, you know, I, I again, I, it's a constant struggle for me. But, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. just literally my love for music and my faith keeps me going. Amen to that. Yeah. I just, I just keep I just keep trucking, really. And speaking about the struggle side, yeah, perfect lead in for where I want us to go now. As you know, a lot of people, they see the glory of like a Blake Shelton, a glory of like a J-Lo, a glory of like a Mariah Carey. Yeah. But they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles that it takes, not just to get to their level, but even a career level within the entertainment and music world. And I always want to talk about that side of it, because in my opinion, nobody really talks about this side of it. I think everybody sugarcoats this. And then you got people that step into this role. I want to be this artist. And they see the glory. And then all of a sudden, within six months, they quit because they realize, oh, this is a little more than I thought. 
And so I'm going to tell a quick story. I hope guide us where I want this to go. But back in 2014, we interviewed Allison Steele from Two Still Girls. And at that time, her and her daughter were full-time with music. I'll never forget what, what she told me when I asked her what advice you'd given up in coming artists. She said, if you can see yourself doing something else, go do that and keep this as a hobby. She goes, because the moment you want it to be a career, your life has to change. She goes, um, you no longer own your own life. Your friends and relatives never understand because they invite you to weddings, to cookouts, to weekends, to holidays. But when you're in that grind mode, especially at the beginning of your career, um, you, you have to say no to everything that's, that doesn't propel your career. It's, it's just one of those things. You've got to pay that price. You've got to grind. And you have to say yes to everything that has to do with your career. And, and sometimes friends and relatives don't understand that. Then your family has to sacrifice. They have to kind of give you up to the world and say, you know what? I'm willing to share you. And kind of put a smile on their face, even if they're frustrated because they ain't seen you in a, in a week, two weeks, a month, you know, <laughs> but they have to be willing to do that um, to help you go too. Um, she said, but if you cannot see yourself doing anything else, then go all in. That's the only way that those kind of sacrifices could ever be worth it. What do you think of what she said? Let's talk about that side a little bit. I think she's right. I mean, she's she's dead on, really, um, because you really do have to give it your all. I mean, and she you said you inspire. You can yeah. if you can't if you can't give it one hundred percent. It's it's not going to work, you know. So and I mean, like she and, and another thing, I think the point she's trying to say is, you know, you really do have to love it. Because there are a lot of dark sides to the industry. You know, there's a lot of dark sides to the industry. There's a lot, there's way more, I'd say, disadvantages and um, turmoil than a lot of people know, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So if you are not willing to, like she said, make those sacrifices and really push, push, push and go for what you love, in spite of everything, all the challenges that you're going to face, then no, it's not for you, for sure. You do and Kaylee said you're such different. a role model. Uh, yes. Oh. And another person said you do inspire. Oh, yeah. thank you. I mean, you, do. you have to keep. You have to. You have to keep going. You know. I mean, you have to know what it is that you want to spend most of your time doing. What's going to make you happy? Yeah. Is. It's, it's not worth it. It's definitely, I'm going to tell you, it's not worth it otherwise, for sure. So yeah, I totally agree with what she said. Yeah, because there's so much price that you have to pay here. And if you're not willing to pay the, and, and here's the dilemma. You're not going to make it if you don't pay the full price. Yeah. So if you don't pay the full price, not only are you giving up all that time with your family, and all the sacrifices that you do sacrifice, you're still not going to make it either. So you're really defeating the whole purpose it's, it's like either go all in and when i say all in that doesn't mean tomorrow go quit your job you know yeah, you, right. you do what you can to keep food on the table but when you're not working your mind should be focused on your career absolutely absolutely you have to really put in the time um and if you're going to divide your time by having a family or you know things like that or, or whatever you choose then you every other moment has to be dedicated to your music or your career, whatever it is that you're choosing to do, for sure. Um, you have you can't think that, oh, I can just do this and oh, I'll do a few hours here and yeah, I'll, I'll work on that. No, 
You know, you really do have to treat it like, like a business yourself. Yep. Mm -hmm. You have to treat it as if like, okay, this needs my attention every single day. I have to put at least a certain amount of time in doing this one thing, whatever it is, you know, and that that's the type of attention and commitment it has to be. Um, I think a lot of people think that, yeah, like you said, there's like, you know, all this shininess to this, um, this world. It's not like that all the time. I mean, yes, when you make those accomplishments and you reach a certain level and, you know, you're being recognized for something you're, you've done and it feels so wonderful, whatever level that is, you know what I mean? Um, it, it, it feels amazing, but, um, you know, the climb is what it's really all about. Can you handle that? Can you handle the process of getting there? You know, the journey, you know, if that journey, if you're not ready to sit and be still in that journey, then it is just, it's not for you. Don't and Miley Cyrus's song, The Climb, is like the perfect song. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, yes. Because again, song. you know, it's mm -hmm. like you don't know, you gotta, you're always wanting to move that next mountain. Always it, you know, there's mountain. always gonna be another mountain. Yeah. And, all that. and it's so true. Even with our show, it's like, you know, a lot of times people will see that we spend this 30, 60 minutes with guests like you, and we enjoy this. We do. But they don't see the hours and hours a day that I'm reaching out to get people like you on the show, that the hundreds and hundreds of rejections I get a month from PR companies that feel like that maybe your show's not ready for this guest yet. And it's like, you know, cause you know, at the beginning it was like, everybody was saying yes, you know, but now that we're reaching out to more bigger influencers and, and some celebrities and all that, I'm sitting here like, Oh God, do I have what it takes? <laughs> and also the managing two kids while trying to do it and working our side job in the, the evening. So it's like it. trying to balance yeah, all this, you balance. know, people see this 30 minute, 60 minute show mm -hmm. and they don't see them everything that goes on just like with you as an artist yeah i mean that that's exactly right you know i one of my things i love to do is i actually love watching biopics i yeah. love watching people's stories you know movies that are made about their stories their lives oh, love how it all i love mm -hmm. reading books about it you know because for me yeah. i just i enjoy finding out why it didn't almost happen you know what i mean uh -huh. how yeah. it actually happened and what mm -hmm. was that like you said what was that moment they knew and what made them decide to you know there was one decision they could have made that would have you know torn it all down i want to know what that decision was you know what i mean like yeah that, for me i i love it. it it excites me to know what what the real story is um, we love that. Too. That's just like the, you know, the Colonel Sanders story. I love his story because he was 65 years old. Oh, yes. That's a great um, story. Got, I, th I think he got like his first Social Security check and realized, whoa, I can't live on that. And, and then uh, and from if I remember correctly, the government was deciding they're going to run a highway right through his property. Oh. So, you know, what's he going to do at his age? So he he knew he had this great chicken recipe. So from what I understand, he knocked on over 1,000 doors before he got his first yes. Oh, wow. Wow. And that's at 65 years old, you know? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's, but you know what? That's what you got to do. You know, it takes huge, huge guts and sacrifice. I mean, you just got to, you got to put it all out there, you know? And it's hard. It, it is very hard. It's, but, you know, for a lot of people. 
um, are not able to leap. They're not able to see, you know, further. You know, they can only see like what's around them, <coughs> just the immediate, um, you know, vision. Sometimes people can't see that long-term vision. And I think that that's what, where we get caught up and we have to actually, if you believe something and you really feel strongly about something, you gotta just have the faith to actually make it happen. Um, so that's, that's kind of where, that's what, what, what drives so, me. So sure. Susan just mentioned about your grandmother's story with the Ain't I a Woman. Tell us about the song and then you're gonna oh, perform it for do. us, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, well, okay. so. When I was in high school, I grew up in Memphis, Tennessee, right? So I, um, when I was in high school, one of my, te and my teachers used to give out these like crazy punishments. So one punishment for me was I had to go home and learn the Sojourner Ain't I Woman speech. And I had never heard of it at this point, you know? So I was just like, you know, but I was just so upset that I had to learn the speech overnight and then come back and perform it in front of the class. So I go home and I'm like, oh, you know, okay, you know, I got to learn this speech. <laughs> so I'm just trying to get it down so I can just recite it. I didn't really care what it was about. I didn't care what it was saying. I just, I just wanted to get it out of the way. But my grandma heard me in the other room doing it. And she comes in, she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I got to learn this speech and, you know, so now, and I'm really just like soaking in it. And she's like, you can't say that, that speech like that. Those words, you know what these words mean? And and how many women fight for this, you know, right? And this and that, and you have to, and she was a pretty big woman and she was raised those arms and she went, you know, you gotta be eight, I a woman. And I was just like, my was dropped. And I'm like, whoa, okay, um, I gotta rethink this, you know? I mean, I cannot just go and just, you know, throw it on the ground, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm, yeah. So I started thinking, okay, well, what am I gonna do? So then I really started to take it seriously. So not only did I learn it, but then I actually started like, you know, through her telling me about Sojourner, cause I didn't know. I didn't yeah. know anything yeah. about it, about this movement, nothing. So, you know, um, so then I decided, okay, well, this is the, you know, I have to, I have to impress, right? So I got costumes, I got like a cane, and everything and put like a whole little mini show together went back to school the next day went into my my teacher was miss london went into her class and i told her okay whenever you know i could perform i'd be i'm ready to do the, the speech and so you know she was not expecting anything so i yeah. literally came in i transformed myself into sojourner troop i had a head wrap a scarf a cane i came in limping you know the whole thing oh wow wow <laughs> And so I did the whole the whole thing. And you played the part. Everybody, everybody, all all my friends in the class, they were just like, you know, looking at me like, what's going on? And so <laughs> literally from that moment, Miss London told me she she was so impressed. She loved it. And all the all the all my classmates. So she was like, you know what? You have to do this for our um next school program. Oh wow. But wow. I was like, uh, okay, I thought we were just gonna stop here. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, it went from me performing in the classroom. When God opens doors. In front of yeah. the entire school. And then like somebody was in the, in, the, um, in the audience at the school who invited me to perform down at Memphis in May, which is this like big um, barbecue cook like thing that the big city oh, comes yeah. down for oh, like, wow. Mud mm -hmm. Island. And so I got to perform there and then like it just kept going. So people, I had so many people asking me to perform this at different events all around the city for pretty much like a year, year and a half, I was performing the speech everywhere. And I got awarded Teen of the Year for uh, oh, Memphis that's Teen amazing. of the Year. 
Oh, wow. So wow. funny. Um, so that kind of, that message really stuck with me and um, the power in which, you know, the fight that was happening at that time with, you know, women um, yeah. really just mm -hmm. stuck with me at, throughout the years. And so every time I have a moment where I'm struggling or I'm feeling like I'm going to, you know, I'm depressed or I'm in a dark place. Um, you know, I really kind of, I, I, I actually reflect on those words and the fight and the struggle because I feel like, you know, we're so privileged these days because we have so much more than people had back then. Yeah, we do. We yes. have so many more opportunities and things like that. And I'm not saying that, you know, you still can't, you know, feel you're not where you want to be. You can't absolutely yeah. Yeah. be right to feel that way because you should aspire for more. But you know, I when I think about those words when I'm down and out, I think about those words and how it inspired them to keep fighting for basic rights. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when I think about that, it really empower, empower, empowers me to just keep going, you know, because my struggle is my struggle and it's it's big in my eyes. Mm -hmm. It may not be big in everybody else's eyes, but yeah. for me, yeah. it is, you know, so you know, that I, I I have to keep motivating myself. So this was one of, this was really the inspiration for me um, to make this into a song. Now, my lyrics yeah. in the song don't mirror exactly the words from the speech, but it, yeah. it captures mm -hmm. the the spirit of it, you know? Uh, yes. So, yeah, and I just really, I really wanted to, you know, to empower women. I feel like we are, we need something to, keep us going you know especially with all the different you know roles we take on i know for me mm -hmm. when I was a mother it was um life-changing it was life-changing yeah, it is because mm -hmm. it was, you know it was like okay well you know i thought i was just going to be an artist and i really wasn't i thinking i was going to have kids for a while but when that actually happened and i was pregnant and i had kids and then the juggling of becoming a mother and still trying to be an artist and then try you know i mean trying to do it all is tough yes it is so tough so tough so i've taken this you know and i i've taken this whole spirit of like just kind of making music uh you know like a therapy through my life you know um even with my with with um teaching my kids and you know i mean that's why i came up with the my uh my my kids stuff through snook nook oh well company i write songs that teach kids life lessons and basic hygiene and things like that because i feel like it's so easy to learn through song you learn it is. Yep. yes you get inspired with let music. your guard down yeah you do so music is really powerful you know and i just feel like you know you just if you can use it to fuel you i mean it's it's amazing so you want to perform it yeah yes we're right but here. the floor is yours yes That's right we were born and made to be the helper, but our strong the back. Like Mother Earth, the creator of mankind, the incubators, with a soul and a heart to meet another. 
better let me tell you who I am in this world that we live in. Baby, there is no limit. Good job, love it. Thank you guys. Thank you for that. And Susan said awesome, and Kaylee said wow. Yes. <laughs> Singing harmony with you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, that song really means so much to me. And I really, I mean, when I think about it, I'm like, I wish my my grandma was here to um, you know, hear it. And hopefully she is hearing it, you know. Oh yes, absolutely. Antoine said wow. Yes. <laughs> So empowering. Really awesome. Yes. Now, as you know, a lot of people, they see you as the artist, mm -hmm. but they don't see the teams behind you. And in our opinion, 
the teams don't get the love they deserve because without no, the team, don't. you can't do what you do. So if you want to take a few moments to just talk about the team behind you that helps you be who you are. Yeah, well, you know, I have to give credit a lot I mean, to my family. I mean, that's probably my, th those are my number one supporters. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I, you know, it's, 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 it's funnily enough, you know, one, another um, thing about putting this song out and really coming back full circle with this has a lot to do with my daughters as well. Um, oh, yes. Because they really, you know, they see me getting down and dirty and like working and grinding all the time, you know, and yeah. you know, where like, you know, mom, you know, you don't, you don't really have a social life. You don't really like, you know, <laughs> with your friends. Kind of what we said you earlier. You know, and so they go, you know, like my, you know, they were like, you know, you should, you should do more music. You should put more songs out and you should, you know, do more videos. And for me, that's so, oh, that's so special coming from, wow. you know, yeah. because, you know, I mean, what, what kids do you know are like saying that to their parents, you know, mom, do like, I know that that's what makes you happy. Like go and do some music and put some, you know, put a video out and do, you know, and that was for me, like, oh my God, like I have to, I have to do this. I have to keep going because if they see that I am letting things fall to the wayside and not actually putting my full potential in and mm -hmm. continue continuing to fight for what it is that I love, then what am I teaching them by them seeing that? Yeah, because you're so, the example. Yeah, yeah, you know. So I'm just like, you know what? I have got to. I got. I've got to keep fighting as a as an artist, as a as a mother, as a woman, and and doing things that I love. And and I just can't. You just can't give up, no matter how hard it is. I don't care what it is you're doing. You know, there are ways. But you know, one thing that someone told me that stuck with me till this day is. You just, you never get out of line before it's your turn. Never wow. get out of line before it's your turn. I always remember that because, wow. man, there are so many times I'm like, you know what? This line is exhausting. This line, I bet <laughs> this line is too long. I don't know if I can yes. make it, you know? <laughs> we know the feeling. We understand. You know, doing what we do, you know, like I said, we've done over, getting close to 400 interviews since January, 2020. And it's like we're going and going and going and and we keep going, trying to climb, trying to climb that, that crazy mountain. entertainment mountain. Yes. And it's like it's like, can I keep going? Can I, like you were saying? Can I keep going? You know. And I, I love this analogy. I remember hearing before. It feels like it's like we're on this hilltop. We we're pushing this big boulder. Mm -hmm. We can't see around the boulder, so you, you don't know where the hill goes down. All you can do is keep pushing, pushing. the boulder. And if you try to look around or look back, oh, then yes. the boulder is going to come back some because you're going to lose that momentum. You just got to yeah. keep pushing and keep pushing. And one day, with God's help, that boulder will reach the top. And then you'll be able to jump on that boulder and ride down the hill until the <laughs> next mountain, as Miley Cyrus says in the climb. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's good. That's great. That's exactly, you're right. And it's like, you know, when you're pushing something, you don't, you can't even see around you, you know, mm -hmm. either, you know, and that's, right. what some, that's, what, that's what I was saying earlier. Like, you know, some people can't take the fact that they can't see the, the end. They can't see what's actually going to happen. Like, what are the next steps? Sometimes you have to just take that leap of faith and you just have to keep going, no matter, you know, 
and just, you know, forget about what you're not seeing and just like keep going and have yeah. that faith. You gotta have that faith. But um, yeah, so I, I think, you know, I credit a lot of my, you know, to my family and also, you know, um, just my, my team that I work with specifically um, with this uh, video as well. Um, a girlfriend of mine who I've known for years, we've known each other since before uh, we had kids. And um, she is now, she, I met her in New York and she was a, a makeup artist and hairstylist. And now she's doing photography and videography and, you know, she's really grown, you know, so I, I kind of, I, I got in touch with her and I was like, Hey, you know, I really want to do this, you know, video for the song that I've written. And I think that, you know, it would be a great, just, you know, thing we can collaborate on. And oh, wow. so she came on board. I mean, literally, it was like so quick when I made the decision. I was like, I want to get this out for International Women's Day. I got to do it. And, you know, so she came on board, Christina. And then another amazing uh, woman, um, uh, Sophia, Sophie, Sophie de Pigram, who is a, a filmmaker. She does documentaries. She goes all around the world and films women's stories from different cultures and backgrounds and tell their stories in documentaries. And she's incredible. So I thought her background and okay, sorry, lost that for a minute. You know, yeah, everything, no everything she does um, is amazing. I thought it, it aligned with you know my story and you know the inspiration of this song and everything. Yeah, yeah. No sounds coming out now. Yeah, no sound. I see you, but we don't hear you. Okay, is that better now? Yep, we can hear you. We can oh, hear you again. Sorry about that. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, so yeah, so I so and then Karina, who was another uh, female uh, videographer, so I just gathered all these women up, and I was like, look, you know, I'm. I have this song, it's a woman's anthem, and I really wow. love you guys to work with me on it. And we just rallied together. And I had certain ideas I wanted to do for the video initially, but then yeah. you know, because of COVID, you can't really have a lot of people. Oh, right. You know, so it really kind of narrowed down the idea of what we could do. But then Sophie was like, you know, Cherry, you know, you wanna, you know, just portray the different women and different roles in their lives. You can just do the costume changes and all that stuff. Uh, so yeah. That's kind of what we did. We just went out to the desert in the middle of nowhere and just like, you know, did it. and it was a it was an amazing time. The energy of everybody, all the women on on set, it was great. I mean, wow. Oh, Love that. Now, speaking of teams, we have a third co-host, our nine-year-old, yes. that we bring oh, on to let him ask one or two questions. So I will go get, get him. Okay, and we've so got a name? Christopher. Christopher. And we've got a two-year-old daughter who's taking a nap right now. But when she gets older, she'll be plugged into the show too, because we are a family affair show. Oh, that's amazing! I love that. Well, you're gonna have to. You have a two-year-old, so you have to make sure. I'm gonna send you links to my um, Snook Nook music. Awesome. Yeah. But yeah, it's crazy trying to balance not a nine-year-old, a two-year-old, a show, um, trying to um, still stay afloat. Yeah. Hi, Christopher. Hi, Sherry. What's your favorite food? What's my favorite food? Ooh. Mm. God, I love. He has the best so questions. Much. I love. You know, 
I love so much food. Christopher is so hard for me to narrow it down. But you know what? I love fish. Fish is probably my favorite food. I really do. I love fish. And I love also, let me see. What else do I like to eat? Unfortunately, I do love pizza a little bit too much. <laughs> what about you? Do you like pizza? That's uh, his favorite. Ah, uh, see? Yes, that's your favorite, right? Yes. <laughs> he could eat. If we fed it to him all day long, he would eat it all day long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if I could eat it all day long, I would eat it all day long, too. Trust me. I'd be right there with you. <laughs> okay, what's your first TV show? Oh, my favorite TV show. Hmm. Well, right now, I'm watching um, this show called, it's not, I don't know, do, are the series now considered a TV show? You know what I mean? Like Maybe. Netflix series, like I'm watching Ozark, but it doesn't feel like back in the day for me, a TV show would be like uh, The Jeffersons or yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like sitcoms mm -hmm. are TV shows for me. But now people go, oh, well, you know, I'm watching this TV show, Ozark, or I'm watching uh, uh, the uh, Brigitten or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but as right now, that's kind of what I'm watching Ozark, I guess. I'm kind of binging on a lot of series. <laughs> And what's yours? I don't know. SpongeBob. So, you know. What is it? What's it? What did you say? Sponge, my favorite TV show, SpongeBob. Oh, that's your favorite? Yes. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. And, and what's I been cool? Cartoons too. What's been cool about uh, that about this Chris and Sandy show is um because he watches a lot of Nickelodeon shows. So we've actually been able to bring on a lot of people that he watches on his Nickelodeon shows onto our show so he's been able to you know and to him that's normal <laughs> oh that's yeah. so cool that's really cool you're lucky yeah oh kaylee said that's great ozark yeah it's kind of like addict oh god it's it's very addictive <laughs> All right. bye thanks bye christopher nice <laughs> to meet you <laughs> he's been in 98 percent of our shows Oh, that's yeah. really nice. That's good that you incorporate the kids with what you guys are doing. That's amazing. I mean, I, I remember hearing a quote one time years ago that said, if you want to inspire passion and purpose into your kids, then they have a front row seat to yours. Live yours out yeah. in front of them. And, I, and that's what we're trying to do. And, you know, because I, I think that like with your kids, I think you've done a great job for them to tell you, go oh, do yeah. this. That's huge. They believe in you. It's huge. I know. I, 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 I actually, I was in tears. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm like, it's, it's, it's amazing. I'm so. A lot of times, kids are the one that's trying to say, "Oh, oh you're doing that again." Mm -hmm. Right. You know, they're like, "Oh, mom, what are you doing <laughs> now?" You know. Uh, yes. I'm so happy I don't get that. They're like, really, just like, "Go, mom, do this," and you know. I don't know. I, it's I'm 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 tr I'm blessed. I'm so blessed. Yeah, Sandy's got a couple questions. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, how would you describe your music to someone who's never heard it before? Well, I would say it is overall. It is it's pop R and B. Okay. Um, and but I do also do besides the Ain't I Woman. A lot of stuff I've done has been very kind of like you know dancey a little bit has yeah. like dance tunes but you know it still has just an underlying of because of the vocals an underlying of r&b soul you know so it's very soulful i love i love soulful stuff although i do write a lot of i, I do sometimes write 
just straight pop stuff as well. So, yeah. And what do you want your legacy to be as an artist? What would you ultimately like to be known for? I ultimately would like to be known for uh, an artist, a singer, performer that has put something out in the world that has inspired and encouraged people. You know, um, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd like to be known for my posit- my positivity and my my messages, along yeah. with, you know, being an amazing performer. You know, um, if I could have those, that would be, you know, because I feel like, you know, you can, uh, being an artist is great and being, you know, but sometimes it can be indulgent. So if I can actually put something out that moves people or makes people think or, you know, something encourages them. And that's what music's for. Then uh, that makes me feel good. Because music's a platform. Mm-hmm. A cause, yes, and it can be so healing. And so people don't alive. have to agree with the platform. That's fine, mm-hmm. you know. But it's a platform for people for people like you to speak your truth and to help heal other people. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I mean, I feel. I for me, I just I feel just blessed and grateful that I'm. I can be used as a vessel because that's what I feel. You know what I mean? I am a vessel that can actually transfer messages, you know, because I, you know, so I don't even, when I think about, you know, <clears throat> even writing the lyrics for Ain't I Woman, I go, when I look back, I'm like, I, I mean, how did I actually just write those lyrics and those melodies? Like, how did that come? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It, it baffles me. I love that. You know, talking about being a vessel, she was definitely a vessel for God for me. Um, I went through 19 years of addictions. Oh. And um, God healed me over 13 years ago through her. Basically, our first five years of marriage was really hectic on her. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, she stood by me. She never nagged me, put me down. You know, because a lot of times when you got an addicted person, the first thing that the spouse does is snaps at them all the time. And that makes it worse. She showed me love that I've never experienced before. And a lot and a lot of times people would say, oh, she allowed you to walk over her. And like, you don't understand. She allowed me to experience God's pure love through her. And I really believe if she didn't let God let herself be the vessel for God, I probably wouldn't be here today. Wow. That's really powerful. That's amazing. Great job. It's <laughs> like that's that's incredible. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I, I've definitely been blessed. And, you know, so of course, with her love of music so much, I had to do something in music. And, yeah. you know, and here it is, we we're doing a crazy show together that <laughs> is part of her passion. It is. And then I, I found that, so oh, much. God showed me that this is my passion too. And I just didn't know it. Right. Yeah. Well, sometimes <laughs> you need, sometimes you need that, you know, <clears throat> have someone to have that experience with to really find out that, you know, you enjoy it as well. I mean, your story, your story can touch people. That's the thing. And that's what I've learned too is, you know, cause like, oh, you know, that was the point I was going to make. Cause you said something earlier about um, people thinking that, you know, the glamor part of being an artist is the best part. And I'm, you know, for me, I'm like, that's really not the, that's not the part really. It's actually, somebody learning from my experience, you know, uh, yes. I've gone from my ups and my downs, you know, 
Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, and if I can actually share that, which, you know, it took me a while to get there because like before I was a mother, I wasn't willing to open up and talk about really, you know, you know, I wanted to keep all that stuff hidden. I just wanted to get on stage and sing and perform and, you know, just be this image. (laughs) (laughs) We know, we know it's not about that. You have to, you have to actually connect make a connection and yes. you know, let people understand who you are and what you've been through so they can appreciate how, where you are at that point. You know what I mean? So yeah. that, yes. um, that, that to me is probably the best part of being where I am right, right now is actually being able to share that I have, I'm, I, I have vulnerable moments. You know, I'm not always at my strongest. I'm not always this, you know, this and that. You know, I have moments where I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I don't know what to do, you know? So it's, and, and that's okay. That's okay. It is. That's what makes you relatable out there to connect. Because you can't connect without your story and your story is what connects. So it's all, it all goes together because and like you were saying, you didn't want to put that wall down, but when walls come down, intimacy rises. Yeah. It does. People really get to see who you are. You know what I mean? It's not some facade, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's another- and in this day and time, that's so important because there's so, you know, again, I, I like social media. We're on social media, yeah. but social media can put this mirage. True. And, and, all, and all these people, they see your highlight reel. Yeah. But, you know, and, and so they want to be a part of your glory. Yeah. Even though they were never part of your story. Right. And it's like more authenticity. And and then when your story starts to come out, then they start judging you. And you know, you know what? That's not what it's about. It's about you share your story to touch, even if it's that one person. Right. That's true. I love that. They were never part of your, they were never part of your, they want to be a part of your glory, but they were never part of your story. I love that. That's great. I think I got that from, um, Elevation Church, um, Stephen Furtick. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah, Stephen. Furtick. And he says that he's he says great. that a lot. And I've and I've called. I was like, oh, yeah. You know, I was like, I like that. That's so true. People, they want you know. Once you get to glory, they want to be a part of that, but they mm-hmm. never wanted to be a part of your story when you weren't nothing yet. Right. right. When you're struggling, no one wants to be a part of the struggle, do they? You know, it's like exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could co-write with any person dead or alive, who would it be? Man, oh, you know, I am such an old school person. Like I love like old school music. Um, mm. I love the icons, you know, for me, I love artists like, you know, Tina Turner and, uh, you know, uh, Whitney Houston, Regina Bell, um, Stevie Wonder, all of those. I'm, I'm. That's what I grew up on. And when I got, you know, when I got into pop, it was more about, you know, more, the, more of those types of artists. But <clears throat> I don't know. I think that if I could collaborate with someone, I don't know. Some, I, I really like uh, the production of like Phil Spector. Oh, I could, oh wow! Uh, I could see yeah. it. Yeah, I love that big sound. Yeah. You know, and you can just you know, like like one of my favorite songs by Tina is that um, when I was a little girl, I oh, was yeah. a girl, you know, 
I love that, you know, and that <laughs> orchestra going and, you know, she's like, you know, it's like, I love that. I love that type of stuff. Um, and some, some, some people have managed to do that without having, I think, um, live orchestra. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Duffy. I'm not sure. No, sure. She's, she did that song. Um, you got me begging you for Oh, okay. yes. Love that song. I remember yeah. her now. Yes, I love that. A lot of her songs on her um, on her album are kind of like that kind of big yeah. sound, orchestral um, sound. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really, I really like that a lot. Um, yes. That. Yeah, so something I, I'd say, but, you know, something like that, I would, yeah. But if I was going to go pop, one of my... Um, Pop producers, I would like to do uh, work with a Swiss Beats because I like his style. It's really cool, and it's kind. You know, he can go between funky and just like you know, cool. You know, slick pop. You know, which I love too. So, yeah, but that's, that. that, that's <laughs> who I would say. I, I I think. I mean, there's so many. You know. Yeah. So oh yes, yeah, so many great ones. So back in 2015, we got to interview Kelsey Ballerini before she was Kelsey. Uh, yeah. Uh, and um. <laughs> I remember asking her where she wanted to be in five years. I always like to tell this story before I ask the guests that same question because the answer she gave us is almost to the T of what she's living now five, six years later. And she knew where she was going. There was nobody going to stop her. Oh, right. Yeah. So knowing that, where do you want to be in five years? Uh, I think in five years, I'd actually like to be performing more still you know i'd like to be doing more shows i'd like to be traveling and doing more shows because i feel like i haven't done enough of that so I'd, I'd like to still be in 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 that prime of performing live um but also you know i've kind of gotten a little bit of excitement because i've done a couple of um, small roles in a few movies um oh, wow. i really mm -hmm. like i really like being on set in the process of you know acting and taking on characters um, so I enjoy that a lot too. You want to so do more of that? Uh... I would like to do more of that actually as well. So I think that if I was doing a combination of both of those, I'd be super excited. I'd be, I'd be really mm -hmm. happy actually. Awesome. <laughs> now let's look 15 years down the road. Let's say that you're a success on a grand scale, whatever that looks like for you, you're there. If the person you are today could meet your future successful self, what would you want to remind her? If the person today was going to meet my, my future self? Yeah. Yes. What would you want to remind her? Now, remember, she's successful. She's, she's everything you dreamed of being. She's yeah. there. See, so you met her. And what would you want to remind her? I would want to remind her to just keep being grounded. <laughs> keep being yourself. And... Don't let anyone change who you are. Like, just, you know, you, I, I feel like everybody has a purpose, you know, so don't lose your purpose is what I would tell her. Love that. So what's next? So next, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm excited about, you know, continuing on with Ain't I Woman and, and performing that more. And also I have some new songs that I'm getting ready to release as well. So I'm excited oh, wow. about that. Um, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at. I'm really just focused on being creative and, you know, having a, an outlet for music that, that right now, I mean, especially since I'm not running a, um, a physical business at the moment. 
Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just opening myself up to the universe and I'm like, okay, use me how you see. Use uh, my voice to put love out, that. you know, the things that I'm meant to do. I feel I feel like, you know, we all have a like I said, a purpose. So I'm just I'm just opening myself up, you know. Love that. So as we come to a close here, let's say you had a friend of yours, you heard him or her sing, and they've got something special. As as Simon Cowell would say, they have that it factor. But they've played maybe 40 or 50 shows. They're still getting their feet wet on the performance side. Now, this would be pre-COVID advice, so keep that in mind. But let's say they've gotten on stage. You got what every artist says, that stage bug where they're looking over the crowd, and they just know they're in the right place. And they come to you and they say, Sherry, I know I'm called to do this. I know I'm supposed to do this with the rest of my life. What advice would you give that specific person to help guide them the next couple of years? I would say, you know, to just when they have the opportunities, go all in, go full, full on, never hold back, you know, mm-hmm. and never kind of rewrite your don't don't rewrite your story either. You know, let your let whatever it is. Uh, that you are and all your experiences because your experiences and have to fuel you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I would say just, you know, take advantage of every opportunity that you have to its fullest. And another saying that I really love that I live by for since I, you know, was in high school was it's better to be prepared and not have an opportunity than to have an opportunity and not be prepared. So always be prepared, be ready. Even if you feel like your opportunity is, Years from now, this is your time to prepare, preparing, like, you know, perfecting your craft, learning more things. You know, you just like you just keep grabbing stuff and, you know, ammunition, as as I tell my kids, I'm like, you know, you know, all the ammunition you can you can get to, you know, Mm -hmm. be successful at life, you know, so just grab it all, eat it all up, whether it's, you know, whether it's, um, you know, bad things happen for a reason and good things happen for a reason. I, you know, it's you, all of those are experiences yep. so take yes. them all and use them. That's what I would say. And, you know, we're preparing, hopefully, but that's our vision is to be the first married couple talk show oh, on, nice. t- on TV. Because, you know, you see all these TV shows and they have hosts, but I don't know if I've ever seen a married couple host. I don't right. think so either. Actually, I've never. So we want. So if nothing else, if, if we're not the first, we want to. If if there's nobody else, we want to be the first. If there are yes. others, then we'll be in that crowd too, because there's not many right. of them. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 great. But you guys are on a great um, a great road to that. That's for sure. Because this has been fantastic. Well, we oh, definitely love so that. Um, so if you want to tell everybody how they can find you on oh, social yes. media and all that, that'd be yeah. great. Yeah. So on, on Instagram, I'm Cherry Moon, and it is pronounced cherry like the fruit, but it's spelled with an I, C-H-E-R-I, Moon. And then on uh, Facebook, it is Cherry Moon, and then Cherry Moon Music on um, on Twitter. And you can also find me on my website at cherrymoon.com. So go out, watch the video on YouTube, make you know like, put some comments. Hopefully you guys will love it. And actually just share it with the women in your life and appreciate the women in your life and let's talk about who the, who's your inspirational woman love that, love that. And yeah we really enjoyed having you on the show and we look forward to having you back for some more updates down yes, the road yes we do thank you guys thank you for having me this has been so fun make sure you tell christopher i enjoyed meeting him 
Oh, oh we, we will, will tell him. <laughs> yes. You have a great day. Thanks. Bye, guys. Bye.